Why do narcissists mess with your mind so much? It's because your mind is Satan's number one target. If he can get in your head, he can affect and infect every other area of your life. And he starts by using the people closest to you. Well, hey, my friend, welcome back to another edition of the Building Faith Podcast, where it is my hope to bring you biblical solutions to life's tough challenges. So if you are being blessed by our time together, would you do me a favor and hit that subscribe and notification button? I'd greatly appreciate it. Narcissism is a deeply infectious personality problem that can affect and infect every area of your life. But did you know that there are actually demonic spirits that are driving that grandiose self-entitled behavior? You see, a narcissist is someone who has yielded to the demonic spirits that are driving their destructive behavior. And these spirits tempt the narcissist with a false sense of hope, strength, and control. And because the narcissist has such a deep sense of shame that they desperately try to avoid and cover up, they actually become easy targets for wicked spirits to have their way. The demonic goal is to not only destroy the life of those that they infect, but also the lives of those that are connected to the narcissist. And people they couldn't otherwise get to are now easy prey for these demons as the narcissist now becomes their Trojan horse. Their goal? To make you feel like you're going crazy and to get you consumed in the narcissistic behavior so that you have no time or energy to focus on God and his purpose for your life. Demons will use narcissists, number one, to jam up your receiving signal from God, number two, to keep you on an exhausting emotional roller coaster, number three, trap you in a toxic mental spiral, number four, deceive you into believing that as a Christian, you're somehow responsible for improving this person's behavior in the relationship. So to better arm you, let's talk about eight of the common demonic spirits that operate behind narcissists and how you can overcome. Number one is the spirit of witchcraft. You think witchcraft is limited to voodoo and black magic? You may wanna think again. Behind witchcraft is rebellion and manipulation. And narcissists are master manipulators. And remember, the words of 1 Samuel 15, 23, for rebellion is like the sin of divination and arrogance like the evil of idolatry. Many will even refer to this spirit as the Jezebel spirit. Number two is the spirit of envy. Envy is a resentful dissatisfaction over what another person has and its quiet cousin is covetousness. And scripture is clear, thou shall not covet. But narcissists always feel entitled to have what they don't. And Satan is the prince of envy. Envy actually may be the head demon, but there are several sub-demons that are operating here as well. Like murder, revenge, spite, anger, strife, hatred, cruelty, divisions, envy, competition, just to name a few. And number three is the spirit of confusion. There's just something sinister about confusion. It's a weapon that the enemy uses to unleash his attack through mental and emotional distraction and disorientation. It's designed to paralyze you with overwhelm and cause you to question the word of God and even your own sanity. 
And this is the realm that narcissists love to play in as it takes the focus off of their diabolical behavior. Number four is the spirit of condemnation. Since deflection is the name of the game with a narcissist, it is no wonder that the spirit of condemnation is right there to encourage hateful accusations designed to find fault in their victims. Their aim is to create a sense of hopelessness within you through constant criticism and blame shifting. Number five is a spirit of control. Controlling people don't have anyone's best interest in mind except for their own and they will seek to control the narrative, their image, and you, and will use mental and emotional tricks to get you to do their bidding. Angry, bitter, traumatized people are targets for narcissists since their emotions can be so easily manipulated. And the spirit of control is also often referred to as a Jezebel spirit. And number six, is the spirit of deception, AKA a lying spirit. Narcissists are addicted to lying with their word salads, word shifting, truth avoiding, hollow flattery. The narcissists only ambition is to exaggerate themselves and diminish you. And these spirits of deception open the door to other evil spirits like religious bondages, superstitions, false prophecy, accusations, gossip, slander, false teachings, and of course, confusion. The narcissist is the bullhorn for Satan's lies. But Proverbs 12:22 reminds us that lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who act faithfully are his delight. And number seven is the spirit of pride. The spirit of pride operating in a narcissist is boastful and impatient as it strives to get its own way. It is the cornerstone of every narcissistic foundation. Their arrogant, stubborn, self-righteous, grandiose manner in which they carry themselves can be seen in a myriad of ways, ranging from the way they subtly and not so subtly attempt to exalt themselves, their self-seeking style, and of course, we can't ignore that entitlement that just oozes out of their victim mentality. But Jesus was clear in Luke 14, 11, when he said, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. And number eight is a spirit of fear. The spirit of fear weighs heavy on a narcissist. Behind their false bravado is a scared, immature little child who can't function well in life. And although they come across as fearless, it's actually just a facade that they erect to get others to think that they have confidence where there is none. They carry intense shame that they cover up and they look for targets who are insecure and easy to manipulate to give the appearance of courage. But the truth is they are riddled with fear and that's why they try so hard to control and manipulate you. So my friend, what do you do well, number one, the command can be summed up well in 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. But understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty, 
for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving, good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. Avoid such people. Number two, if the damage has already been done, I want to encourage you to get the healing you need and to trust God again and not be so vulnerable to these people in the future. If you need counseling, I want you to be sure to check out our sponsor, Faithful Counseling. They are a network of counselors all over the country that can pair you with one that is right for you. And remember, my friend, it is not your job to change this person. Leave that to Jesus. But if you do need help healing from the damage that has been done, I want to encourage you to go check out the link in the description section below. Look, these evil spirits will receive their punishment someday. But in the meantime, you may be wondering, can I just cast them out? And to answer that question, I want to encourage you to check out this episode right over here. And be sure to grab a copy of our free Toxic People Survival Guide to learn how you can identify and deal with all of the difficult people in your life. I'll go ahead and include a link in the description section below.